0: This is Dr. Walter Hackett. This is Toothy Toad, Dr. Kyle Dumpert,
1: and Dr. Gary Dennis. We're gonna go with Zegan. Little German for you Very means blessings.
0: Blessings, got blessings. you. you go. Oh Jesus Lord! Um, <laughs> so <laughs> sooner or later, someone's gonna file a complaint against us, and we're gonna be like <laughs> kicked off of every like <laughs> every platform. Um, but. <laughs> But yeah, so so today, you know, today I wanted to just kind of talk about our week, right? Because I've had a, I mean, one hell of a week. Uh, so I wanted to talk about our week. I want to just kind of get an idea of what you guys have thought about because uh, the, the vaccine, you know, and and the whole, um, I, I think all of us came to a consensus that we're not getting it, right? And then I hear so many people but, like, hey, not immediately, right? Okay. Well, either way, like I, I, people were coming at me talking about, why aren't you getting it? Da, da, da. Have you heard this? And my patients were, send, were basically telling me, right? Because my assistant tells my patient. And then my patients are in the middle. Like today, I had a patient that we were in the middle of doing an extraction and she wanted to play me a YouTube video of why I should get it right and it was this it. doctor it was this doctor that. basically kind of breaking it down and i was like i did i did some research and i honestly do believe that my mind is being shifted a little bit it may not be immediately but i think i will get it i will get it because of everything that i'm reading so far it's kind of leaning me towards getting it but i will okay. not be the first herd you know what i mean right. if we're going to do herd immunity i will not be the first herd <laughs> i'm going to be in the back somewhere <laughs> you know but i will get it i will get it because the mRNA is the reason why I'm actually changing my mind. You know, okay. if it was, Explain. if it was, well, so the mRNA, right? Uh, the way it is, is just basically a messenger. It basically tells you this is what to look out for. Mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. you know what to look out for, your body does the rest. And the good right. thing is uh, once it tells you what to look for, it goes away because it can't keep replicating, right? The replication in an RNA just becomes less and less and less until it just kind of dissipates. Right. So the first round tells you, Hey, this is what it does. And then this is what to look out for. And then your body does the rest and just replicates it for you. Right. So whatever messenger it is kind of goes away. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like someone just coming up to you. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like coming up to you and just basically saying, Hey, look out for, there's a guy that's robbing this, you know, your town or whatever. Look out for him. And then just walks away and just, that's it. Right. Now you basically, it's up to you to tell everybody else, That there's a a robber in your town. You see what I mean? So that's basically what the mRNA would do. So it doesn't integrate into your DNA. It won't change you uh, into anything. And the doctor actually, I was listening to this YouTube that a patient forced me to listen to. And uh, the, the, the guy on there, he basically said... You know why is it that everybody always thinks that the worst case is going to happen? Why couldn't something great happen, like you get X-ray visions or something like that? And I'm like, that is true. If, it, if my DNA is going to be changed, I want X-ray vision or we'll be able to fly. You know. Yeah, what but mean? then you couldn't see in the dark. What? Oh, like, you got to so explain you, that one. You thought about this clearly. You clearly have thought I'm about like you this. Be able to,
1: you had X-ray vision, right? Okay. There would be something where you wouldn't either either be able to see in like really bright light or like, I mean, you can't see in the dark. Dark, but you know what I mean? Like, if it was like really I, dim. I don't know what you're you be That's able what to I'm see.
0: asking you. If because, because no, I, 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 I
1: got X-ray. what you're saying. Yeah, x rays are what? Shades of gray. Right. 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 So, like, what, like, it, at some point, you're not going to be able to see.
0: Well, but here's a question I have. It's going to be bleached basically... out
1: or it's going to be too dark.
0: But well, here's a question, though. Like, you're assuming that you're going to have the x ray vision the whole time. Couldn't you just be like Superman, where you kind of uh, turn it on and off?
1: Hey man, you can't.
0: <laughs> you seen X You seen X Men, right? I, seen X-Men, I have right? seen X Men. That's why right? I'm asking they, you.
1: They all have a have a gift, but there's all a flaw. Everyone has a flaw to their gift. Okay. Like the dude that could shoot the laser beams out of his eyes, Cyclops. Had, Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. All right, right? I need he you had to had get had your the, shit the together. Gary. Or, or he's gonna cover his eyes. He's gonna blow up everything. Right, right? and that's why that's they true. had
0: the glasses for him.
1: And then the the girl, who was his girlfriend, like Jane or something, Gene, the one that um Jane, yeah, Grey. Yeah, Right, like she, yeah. she had emotional issues, and that's why she like ruined minute. it. Like, she wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, she had she, like, destroyed the world. You
0: know, so you're telling me that her drawback was she was emotional. You did, you said. That's what it I've never, I've never heard it described that way. I've never in my
1: already.
0: life. I mean, I've heard double personality. But to Gary, her biggest flaw was she was too emotional. I'm Gary, it's a male chauvinist. That's Gary's. That was Gary's X Men power. He's a male chauvinist. Whoa, woman, no, she, calm down. She, did, she,
1: needed, she needed to be handled gently.
0: <laughs> oh jesus christ we have gotten away from the topic completely all right yeah all right sorry <laughs> yeah oh yeah so we're gonna, so lose, the, um, we're gonna lose listeners on I, this well, one.
1: I heard that johnson and johnson was coming out well okay first my first question was yeah i'm guessing the pfizer one is a mrna both
0: pfizer and moderna are both mrna messenger and and the, the technology's actually been around for like 10 years Okay, so that's so, another thing. So it's not brand new. That's how they were able to get it done so fast. And they're not using live, or I'm sorry, they're not using dead uh, viruses like the Johnson and Johnson. I think is using that. Yeah, right?
1: that's what I was gonna say. That, but Johnson and Johnson is supposed to be a single shot.
0: Right, right. Hmm. Because I'm because I'm guessing that with Johnson and Johnson, that that dead part of the. Uh, virus is going to be around enough for your body to replicate more and more of it, while the mRNA again will dissipate over time. So you probably need a boost to get oh. that message out again. Gotcha, gotcha. You see gotcha. what I mean? So that's why I'm guessing, and again, I haven't read too much into. I'm guessing that that's why you need the double boost, you know, like weeks apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so when you get it, where, when are you getting it? Oh I mean I'm gonna wait, but I'm getting it. <laughs> how, how <long? laughs> but I'm getting it. That's the point. You know, I've changed my mind to I'm getting it. <laughs> but I'ma wait. <laughs> okay. I'm, well, Don't I'm, try I'm, to force me. <laughs> right But where, uh, where does where does
1: Texas rank dentists on the hierarchy of? Oh people come on. Getting where, does, a, where does where does everybody actually, where does
0: everybody rank us? Uh, actually, the honest. TDA
1: just sent out a. Or was the eighty? I feel like it was a TDA. Just sent out an email saying they're working diligently oh, to try up, to get um dentists high on the list for vaccination
2: yeah it's a state-by-state thing and there was uh i think it was virginia um has dentists as like the highest tier right behind uh hospital really, workers. really? um it, but it, pennsylvania came out their whole guideline 38 pages or something uh doesn't men- mention dentists in there once so i mean it's it's a state-by-state thing right. which
0: well, uh, I mean, I, I think I will. Th- I will say, I bet you, if you worked to like the VA or something like that, you'll be high up there. Like, if this whole system and the VA is going to give it to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like pharmacists well, you're, are going to get it. Yeah, you're you know? uh,
1: basically a hospital worker then. Right. Yeah, and so I'm thinking
0: that that's when dentists matter at the top. Yeah, man. like
1: it's 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 mandatory at at the hospitals. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. because uh, uh, Freddie, mm-hmm. the, Pediatric. Yeah, dentist? he he
0: was on the episode 100 yeah. and like some other ones. Yeah,
1: yeah. He um he's on um, I forgot what it's called, but he works at the hospital. Okay, and um and they told him that he has to take it.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's funny. Um, on
1: staff. Sorry, that's what I was
0: okay. Yeah. The funny thing is like so. Imagine if you worked in a hospital and they said, "Hey, you have to take it or you will lose your job." What would you guys? What would your thought processes be?
2: I'd take it. Yeah, I'd take it. If I liked my job. I mean, and, if, well, if I worked at the hospital, I'd probably take it anyway. Yeah, I, I never got the flu vaccine, and so I did my residency at the VA, and that's the first time I got it. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, I, I figured I, I was around older, sickly people that um, it it,
1: was, it wasn't to protect me, it was more to protect them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, if you're going, if you're working a place where people have the, <laughs> the disease, yeah, you probably want to take. Well, I mean, you, well, don't, you don't know if
0: you're gonna you're treating patients with disease or not. Well, right?
1: but I mean, we don't know. But in the hospital, you do know. Yeah, they're they're coming to you. You're in a COVID
2: unit. You're, <laughs> well, again, like, the MDs. I'm talking about. I'm talking about dental. And, and, and yeah, I I mean i don't know where we're going with
0: that well what i'm saying is if they force you to take it would you still want to take it or do you think that this has to do with your rights and all the other stuff like everything in this world has to be about someone's right you know what i mean i'm asking do you think that like i mean we've basically politicized masks right do you think that um the vaccine being forced because there are some people that just don't want to take it and they'll make it a you know religious reason or whatever do you think that this is where this is going to go with the vaccine
1: I mean with with some people yes but I mean it's pretty much like you know um if you want to go to college you know you you got to have all these vaccinations
2: yeah or, it, it's your
1: it's your right to say no to to the vaccine
2: but there's consequences for you saying no which exactly. the consequences you can't work here anymore you can't go to school here but it's they're not strapping you down and saying you're taking it no matter what it's if you want to participate with this job if you want to come to the this school we own it this is what you, yeah. you got to do
0: okay yeah. well then the next question I have is do you think it's um the employer's right to force their employees to take it because remember this disease could actually affect other people in the system at, at, at work so do you think it's the employees r- employer's right to force or tell the employees hey you have to take it or you cannot come back
1: well that's not forcing them okay that's just mandate, like Kyle said, Mandating, that's, mandating. That's, that's that's giving them option yeah mandate <laughs> you work here and take
0: it or not work
1: here right yeah
0: do you think that that's something that we should i mean should should happen
1: i i mean i mean depending on what type of job you have i i i i it well it is happening dentist for dentist it is happening uh but i mean yeah depending on the job i i think that it's it it's reasonable okay i
2: I think it's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, I I think that also opens the door for if who's responsible or who's at fault. If that person has an adverse reaction to something that you're mandating, uh, if like the people with Gillian bar, if they get the vaccine, uh, even the flu vaccine, they get Bell's palsy, um, half their faces now paralyzed for a short period of time. Um, is the if there's some unforeseen uh, side effect that we don't know about that right. we are mandating somebody to take it, or the employer is mandating them to take it, and it causes—is that basically a workman's comp claim against the the employer?
0: Well, mm. I know that vaccines—you cannot sue vaccine makers if you have some kind of uh, adverse reaction. You cannot, but can you think sue it, the
2: employer for I, ma- for mandating you take it?
0: That I don't know. I just know that I was listening to something or reading something. They were saying that back in the '60s, um, who was it? Was it JFK? Mand it basically wrote an into law that um, in order to basically protect everybody, that you can, if a vaccine causes adverse reaction, you cannot sue the 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 pharmaceutical company. And then I think they doubled down on it in the '80s or something like that.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, but and I because, don't know anything about like suing your employer.
2: Because when COVID hit, it was... Um, you could, as the employer, if, you're, if your employees got sick at work, I'm pretty sure that could become a workman's comp claim if that person had to be off work for a long period of time because right. of it. If if the, if you could prove that they got sick while they were at work. Which is very a, hard to do. It It's an exposure issue, same as... You know, if one of your employees gets a needle stick with HIV or Hep C, right.
0: uh,
2: that that's an exposure issue at work. That's a workman's comp claim. So,
0: but I think COVID if, is harder to prove that you got it there. Right. You know right. what I mean? But
2: but right. I'm saying if there's if you're mandating a vaccine, uh, and there's an unforeseen side effect that would affect somebody um, a little bit longer term, right. could
1: that be a workman's comp claim against you? I don't think so, because for for work, workman's comp, it has to be in the workplace. So if you're telling someone they need to get a vaccine, you're probably not getting it administered in the place where you work, unless you work in the hospital or something like right. that, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't see how that would be covered on the workman's comp if it, you know, it's not being administered at your workplace. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know. That's a lot of discussion to have. But let's talk dental. Let's talk dental. We've talked enough vaccine. Um, okay. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys give out your uh, phone numbers to patients?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> notice how. Notice how. So neither, happy about it. Neither one of you guys were happy about that, right? And I, I right. do. As,
0: I do as well. Um, and, and this week has just been—I mean—one hell of a week when it comes to people calling me right i had a I had a kid um i did um when i say kid i'm talking about he's like 23 24 okay uh, mm-hmm. i did um connective tissue and for the people who don't know what connective tissue is imagine if you have recession on a tooth and and you have some sensitivity issues and you want to just cover that that the the roots of that tooth okay so we're going to all i'm going to do is just basically move your gums up or down depending if it's top or bottom to cover mm-hmm. the tooth so that it looks like you did, never had the recession okay I mean, it's a pretty straightforward procedure. The one thing that always happens is patients usually swell up because what we're doing is we're detaching some of the fibers uh, underneath the gum and moving it to another position, right? And whenever we do that, we always get a lot of inflammation, a lot of swelling. It happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I mean, depending on on basically who you are. It, if I do it on top, you might look like you went like, 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. Like, your eyes will bruise up and stuff like that. I've had that happen to older patients and so forth. But anyway, this kid, uh, I did a procedure on him and calls me um, – I do it on uh, Friday. He calls me Sunday and tells me, hey, I'm out of the pain medication. And I'm I'm, Mm. I'm like, what? Friday. The pain medication is Tylenol 3, right? This has codeine in there. And I gave it to him for a week.
1: Mm.
0: It's been two days. (laughs) He tells me, oh, I know what I'm doing. I usually, you know, I know how to control my pain. So he took two. every 6 hours
2: that's a lot
0: <laughs> that's a lot okay Whoa. i gave him 20 it, so even three, if you do the math right? even if you do the math okay <laughs> even if you do the math there's two of them two times what every every 6 hours t- times that by 24 right it's 30 grains
1: 30 grains of codeine and and 325 milligrams of acetaminophen
0: you're taking a hell of a lot
1: okay yeah like that's ridiculous but i don't think amount. he go ahead maximize well on the on the the Tylenol side mm-hmm. i don't think he i don't think he went over the maximum amount of Tylenol per day
0: no but them to the coding this was part that bothers me gary
1: but see but you can do you can do Tylenol four right which is 60 grain grains of and i mean it's still a lot i mean to me i've never had a narcotic in my entire life so it sounds like i mean that's to me it's a lot that's a lot but, so, basically, yeah. you
0: went through seven days of medication in two. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a and lot. then he calls me on Sundays like, hey, I need some more. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you anymore. Like, I need to see you or figure out what's going on because it was one tooth. There should be no reason why you should be in that much pain. He right. calls the other the doctor that works in that office, the general dentist, and tells him, hey, I'm in pain, da, da da and she's new to the game. So, she basically sees him, and then writes another prescription.
1: For more Tylenol 3? Yes. Oh, he's he going flagged.
0: Right. Oh, Gary, you are a very wise man. He goes to a Walgreen, and Walgreen's like, no, we're not filling the prescription. You just had a prescription on Friday. Mm-hmm. He yeah. calls me angry, talking about Wal- Walgreen is not trying to fill it. And I'm like, of course you're not trying to fill it. You had way more than you should ever have in a two-day span. <laughs> Yeah, And he's just like, well, they're, they're, they're willing to, you know, uh, what do he say? They're willing to uh, fill the uh, antibiotics. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's <not narcotic. laughs> but it's not narcotic. You know, street, then he gets mad street at value me. value
2: isn't quite as high on the, the antibiotic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, you act like, you know, he goes, well, you act like you don't believe me that I'm in pain. I'm like, oh, I believe you're in pain. I just don't believe what you did. by taking all that medication taking all that coding I just don't believe what you did you didn't even call me to let me know what you're doing you just did it on your own accord, and then you're upset that a pharmacy isn't going to try to help you out I hope he wasn't driving
1: say this again I said I hope he wasn't driving
0: well the other thing is he lives with his parents you see what I'm saying so So, I'm guessing that they may be driving him around I'm hoping that that's what's happening because okay. I have no clue, and then I said, "Okay," and then I, I got I, I said, "Okay, do me a favor and take ibuprofen, eight hundred milligrams or six hundred. I, I think it was he had eight hundred milligrams ibuprofen and five hundred milligrams of regular Tylenol. That combination mm-hmm. together is as strong as Vicodin." I said that to him. He goes, "Well, it's not Vicodin now, is it?" And I go, "No, it's not." <laughs> I said, "No, it is not. You know, and you will not be getting that from me, nor will you be getting that from your dentist." He calls the dentist and tells, <laughs> he calls a dentist and tell her, yeah, I said, you know, that he should have another prescription of Tylenol." I said, oh. I did not say that. Oh. So he's trying to basically wow. go back and forth. And I'm like, all right, this kid, man, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to nah. slap the taste out of this kid's mouth. But yeah. okay. So, but the funny thing is once I said no and she said no, I haven't heard from him at all. And it's been mm. more than a week. Taking
2: honestly, the, the, the pain went away.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Probably all taking <laughs> ibuprofen. I'm hoping that's what he ended up doing, doing that combination ibuprofen and Tylenol. But I, it, it just blew my mind. you know. And he kept calling. That's the part that bothered me the whole yeah. time he kept calling. It was like yes. every two or three hours he would just call me. And I'm like, okay, I can't do anything. You already did maxed out on everything else. I told you what to do. That's it. You know what I mean? Oh, and then I actually even ended up giving him a steroid. I'm like, okay, I can give you a steroid to see if that helps.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: bring the inflammation down, which then hopefully will bring the pain down. And then he was like, well, why would I want that? And I was like, what did I just say? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're not even listening now. Now you're just being belligerent. I just can't deal with people who are just belligerent. You know what I mean? So I said, all right, you do what you want to do. You know what I mean? But yeah, I haven't heard from him, so we'll see what happens. You know, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, and I think one thing that I'm learning is more and more is patients will call you because they don't believe that dental surgery is surgery. They think it's this magical land where uh, uh, you know, you're know you not supposed to be in any pain after you've had it done.
1: Yeah. And I
0: use the analogy of if you had knee surgery, would you be calling me two days later saying you're in pain? Probably not, right? That's exactly the same thing. Imagine that you had knee surgery. <laughs> you have to give no? it time. And I try to explain that every single time. A lot of people get it, but most people are just like, no, I don't know. I, uh, it really hurts. I'm like, I know. I did a lot <laughs> yeah. on you. It's, it's going to yeah. hurt. It's going to hurt for yeah. f- you know a few days. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to get people to understand that surgery is still surgery. I don't care where you had it done.
1: I mean, that's why I I always say the cutting the tip of your pinky off, because Mm. I feel like it hits home better, but I'm like, we're going to cut, if you cut the tip of your pinky off, it would hurt for a couple of days, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, it's supposed to like knee surgery or anything like that, especially if, if they never had any surgery, then they don't, but they can, they can picture someone sawing the tip of their finger off. <laughs> that is some <laughs> no, torture that's stuff. That's going right? to hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were on some torture stuff right there. <laughs> no, I, I want them to really visualize. I see. Like, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know?
0: So, yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes I absolutely regret giving out my, uh, my number, man. I really, really do. It, 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 so how do
2: you- how do you choose which, who gets it? I don't. Do you give it out to everybody. Everybody
0: gets it.
1: Yeah, mine's everybody. on my post-op instruction. Yeah, it's on my post-op
0: instruction, so they get it. Okay. they ha I'll be honest with you. Okay, so there's been one or two patients that where I told my assistants to just scratch it off and don't give it. <laughs> 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 but they were they were assholes from the beginning, so I said nope. <laughs> that person does not get it, and I've done that maybe a handful. I'll be honest. You know, this is yeah. confession time. I, I'll be honest. There, there have been a few times where I'm like, don't don't give them that. Mm-mm. Nope. I, I mean, don't want to deal with uh, that. I'm going to
1: say 90% of the patients that I see don't even, I don't right. think they like, as soon as they get the paper and put it in their car, it's going in the trash. Like, yes. Throw it out the window. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. Something like Yeah, they, they never even, use it. Yeah.
0: No. It's that when, 10% when COVID, though, man.
2: When COVID hit, like, my my phone number's on the answering machine you can you can call me you can text me Ooh. i have my phone with me all the time right. it's on the answering machine it's i i don't hand it out a whole lot at the office but if somebody calls over the weekend my my number's on there for emergencies right which small town most of the time people don't bother me when when covid hit and we had to go down to reduced hours emergency only people abused that like crazy <laughs> I believe they that. were they were calling My wife can't get her partial denture out. She can't get her partial denture put in. Can you meet me at the office so you can show me how to put her partial denture in? No.
1: No, I can't do
2: that. No, I can't. (laughs) They're they're calling my cell phone. Yeah, I I wanted to schedule a a cleaning. This is an emergency number. (laughs) Like <laughs> leave a message. Somebody will call you back when we're allowed to reopen. Right. This is emergencies only. And, and the the calls were just absolutely ridiculous during COVID. Uh, it, it's yeah. I I agree with you. There are days where you wish you never get that information out.
0: You're right. I mean, and you you know, and again, I think Gary said it best. Like ninety percent people don't, but that no. that ten percent, that man, that's the part that kills you. Yeah. And, I mean, and the it ones that get me stops. are
1: when it's the. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Are the ones when it's the spouse oh. calling? Oh. And you're like, I'm like, I'm like, did you even sign the HIPAA? Like, I, like, <laughs> I don't even know if I can to you. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know I'm like, what, what is going on here? And like, the, the other person's yelling in the background. Right. They're like, yeah, it, it says it hurts.
0: When, yeah, it hurts. It really. Hurts. <laughs> and you're like, what? can't you just put them on the phone? <laughs> right. Like, right. Or they, exagger- they exaggerate everything. Like the spouse yeah. always, look, they've. My, my, my wife has been crying for the past 17 hours. They just had it done two hours ago. Look, I told you how long they've been crying for. Okay. You either believe me or you don't. Okay? They need a lot of medication. You know what I mean? But it really, it's just like they're just angry at them. And they just, need, they just need it to stop. So you become like the punching bag. You yeah. know, I've had yeah. that where I'm just like, uh, sir, you just, you got to relax. You got to relax. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, any, any, uh, any stories, guys? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Kyle, you were talking about this new patient. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I I saw a new patient. Uh, Hadn't been to the dentist in 10 years or so. She had spent some time over in Asia. Uh, Saw a dentist over there for, she had to have a tooth taken out. Uh, Paid 20 bucks or something for it. Uh, Came to me wanted to get everything looked at, cleaned up. She knew she had some cavities, got the full series of x-rays on her I said, Hey, uh, this, this tooth that you had taken out, uh, they only took about half of it out. All the roots are still in there. Uh, she <laughs> are you serious? I said, yeah. Look, it's right here on the x-ray. Um, but uh, she was having some problems with her front tooth. She said she had trauma with it growing up. Uh, it hurts off and on. We get an x-ray of it and for those that are listening, when you get trauma, uh, something can happen on the inside of the tooth where it calcifies, the, the nerve space gets smaller. So this tooth looks pretty calcified. That generally goes to people like Gary, endodontist, that can do that a little bit better than I can. Uh, she goes to see the endodontist, uh, and I forget about her for a couple of weeks until she's back in my chair. I'm looking through a chart. Uh, before I go in to see her, and I see the referral letter from the endodontist saying um, the patient decided to have the tooth extracted. This is mid twenties, attractive girl. This is her front tooth, front <laughs> top central incisor, and it says on there she wants to have it taken out. I went went into the room. I said, "What are you talking about? What you want this tooth out?" Well. I, he said he could do a 3D x-ray to see if it was possible to do the root canal, but that was going to cost a couple hundred dollars, and uh, I just thought there there might be a different option, like have the tooth taken out, replaced a different way. I said, it's your front tooth. Like Get, get the scan, at least figure out if we can do the root canal before... I said, I'm not taking that tooth out on you. I, I just, I won't do it. I And I, I did convince her to make an appointment with the endodontist again to at least get a scan to to see if uh, the root canal can be done, which hopefully it can. But, you know, it, it, again, you talk to the patient and you talk to the specialist because when, when after I talked to her, I uh, she's basically saying, oh, he's not confident. He he doesn't know if it's going to work. And um, he thought. The only option was to take the tooth out. So I caught up the endodontist. So I'm like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I, I read the report that she decided to have the tooth taken out, and she's telling me that it can't be done." He's like, "No, I did not tell this girl that she needs." Okay, to I was about to say, I was right like,
1: out. I was like, "There's like so many things wrong with this story." The, it is,
2: it, <laughs> it, you, you have to take everything a patient says with a grain of salt because they it whether they don't understand what's being said to him, they're not listening, but he's he said, I just I was I wanted to do the scan on her and she just didn't want to pay the money, so she decided to have it taken out instead. Yeah. And I thought, ugh
1: your was, front tooth. I mean it, it always comes down to like I know like I mean that story like there were so many red flags from what she was saying. <laughs> but <laughs> but um in the end like I'm very I'm not convincing anyone to save the yeah. tooth. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not my tooth. I don't care what you do with the tooth. Especially right. in a situation, like, I'm sure she was in there like, kind of like, not understand or she probably stopped comprehending listening. the grasp of, of like, what's right. going on. Yeah. Uh right. So then, yeah, like, I'm not going to sit there and waste my time convincing someone. I'm like, if you don't want to save the tooth, then take it out. All right, it's not my problem. Right. It's your tooth, not my tooth. So, I'm sure at the end, that's probably where the conversation went. Right. Right. Well, here's a question
0: I have had for both of you guys then. So, you know, there have been patients that I remember when I was a general dentist and the patient came to me and was like, hey, I've been reading about how poison this amalgam is. So, I want all my amalgams in my mouth taken out. Worst decision ever. Well, perfectly good teeth. You know, when do we say we're just going to do what they want us to do? And when do we actually try to argue the point of just... You, you, you're you crazy, and I'm not doing this. You see what I mean? Like, where does the border lie? Like, when do you say, you know, like Kyle said, there's no way I'm taking this tooth out, right? Um, no. But that's not really your mouth. That's not really your tooth. So, wh- you know, do we have the right to actually, like, tell a patient, I am not doing you the service that you came for me? Definitely.
1: You have the right to re- refuse service to any
0: patient. Right. But, again, are we making that decision for them, or are they – are we just trying to educate, and then they can make the final decision? When when does it a patient's right to just say, despite everything you said to me, I'm so I still want this 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 arm cut off? <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean?
1: I mean, all of our all of our um uh, everything in dentistry is based off of science. I mean, it's 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 art and science. But like, you're not going to do something that you're not comfortable with doing because you know what the long term outcome is going to be. For that tooth, as far as if it's treating it or not treating it.
0: Well, okay. So, well, Gary, let me let me stop you on that one, right? You would probably say do root canals on a lot of the teeth that I see that are taken out.
1: Probably so.
0: Right, and so again, the science is based on what you believe to be true, right? Because every 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 science has. The ones that 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 I believe in, and I'm going to go down that path, and they have the other research that proves you right, and you're going to go down that path, right? So science is biased in a way, and I really believe that. I'm not saying I'm saying that to be sarcastic, but it is. I mean, right? it is. There's yeah, an there's is. one path that tells you, oh, you 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 believe my path, and there's another way that you believe your path. You know, so again, how do we make the decision, and how do we get a patient to? Uh, uh, basically see our side and maybe keep our biases out of it.
1: I I don't think you can. uh, Oh, Kyle, were you about to say something? Well, because Kyle was kind of biased
0: on this. I mean, I don't don't think you can.
1: You can't take your bias out of it because the thing is, is that you know better than that patient does about their teeth.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know better about their, their body. Than you do. Them. No, not about that. Right. I'm just body, saying just, that's a part of them. Right. That's a part of them though. Right. They want to make I a mean, decision, you know, like how but, can you tell a patient what to do with their body?
1: Yeah, but they don't, they don't, um, most patients don't understand the gravity mm-hmm. of the decision that they're going to make and how it's going to have the, the long-term consequences, consequences and effect right. on their body for making that decision.
2: Well, right. it, it, I, I think there's this huge gray area in the middle where plastic surgeons play in this gray area a lot mm-hmm. because as a medical profession, as a surgeon, as dentists, as anybody in the medical profession, it's first do no harm. Yes. But as a, as a plastic surgeon, people are basically going in and say, I don't like this, fix it. Right. Or, you know is it medically necessary to have lip injections or Botox. is it medically necessary to have a boob job or, or any of that stuff? No, I'm providing you a service. You're coming to me with something you want fixed. I can fix that. Uh, if somebody's coming to me saying, I have a mouthful of amalgams that I think are toxic. I want you to take them out. It's up to me to educate that person and say, look, that I can do that. There, There's nothing wrong with these amalgams. There's no science to prove that they're toxic to you unless you have some specific metal allergy. Which is extremely rare, right? But then there uh, are
0: other there's other science that say that amalgam should not be in your mouth because it affects your balance and your in your chi not, and not all credible, stuff. Th- not well, credible science. Well, again, like, you know, well, I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, right? Because Alex there are Alex. people that literally make their living, other dentists that make their yeah. living, and there's one in Houston that makes and I've talked to you know that other provider and they basically convinced me that oh you know they were feeling sick and you know they were all kinds of stuff and then once they got this you know uh ozone treatment and removed all their amalgam and all of a sudden now they're able to fly and you know what i mean like this is the kind of stuff that they, they tell to other patients and they can always back it up with research well i mean you can always just
1: be like and with the patient like they're like oh i think it's uh Toxic. I'd be like, yes. do you feel ill? No. Then you, you don't have to worry. <laughs> well, I mean, people can be, people can tie Are you anything. constantly <laughs> sick?
0: Well, Gary, don't forget the mind is very powerful too, right?
1: Or oh, you said balance. Like, are, do you fall down a lot? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Well, Gary, the mind is very powerful, right? You can make yourself feel sick, right? It, so yeah, if you believe yeah, something yeah. enough, guess yeah, what? Now you have that illness. You see what I mean? That's what. That's why place, placebos work so well.
1: Yes, and yeah. that's what I'm yeah.
0: getting at. It's like you know, you, you know, we all live in this. Like you said, uh, Kyle, there's a big gray zone, and I think dentists live in that as well, because there's a yeah. lot of things that people do that are not scientifically based at all. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Okay. What's the reason for thirds? What's the reason for removing third molars? None. What science proves that there's a reason for us to remove thirds?
2: It it depends on the
0: case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This is a discussion that we have. We do it right. because we're like, hey, in the future, we could prevent something. Yeah. But we're looking ahead, right? right. right. Which is
1: strange because, like, our extraction is preventative? I don't know. I mean, I think it's under, what, Major? It, yes, it's a, it's a, yes, it's under, insurance. It's not insurance
0: Insurance will cover it. It's not on the it cosmetic. Under <laughs> it's not on the cosmetic. Exactly, right? So insurance has deemed it to be okay to do this, even though there's no true science that backs up the reason for thirds, right? Um right. Unless it's causing a problem. Chris. Pain, pericoronitis, so forth. But we do it all right. the time. Kids yeah. are 16, 17, 15 sometimes. Hey, go get your thirds taken out. We've been, yeah. you know... What's the science that says that you should go to the dentist twice a year?
1: Well, I thought Learned. that was for. But I thought that was for. No, no. It no, was no. a promotion. Okay. Okay, Cog- okay, it was
0: like, what, Cogate or something that came what? up with that twice a year thing. There's no science Correct. that backs that up. And, and again, I'm being, I'm being, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate. I really am, right? Because somebody has to. But Wait, that's what I thought I'm it was
1: to like mainly like, catch things <laughs> before they become larger things.
0: Nope. I mean, just, that's what. That's what you. That's you what hope. we all. Ag- that's what we all agree <laughs> on now. <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's then, what I tell the patients
0: exactly. That, that,
2: that's what uh, insurance. That's what your insurance covers. And that's that, a, that, That's Kyle, a good answer. That's amazing what you just said.
0: So basically, there was a promotion, and and then the funny thing it was insurance said, "Sure, why not?" So insurance, without any evidence or any scientific evidence basically agreed to pay for twice, you know, the visit. But then you tell the same insurance company, hey, this patient has perio, I can prove it. Here's bone loss, here's this, this, and that. They need SRPs and perio maintenance. Then they're going to fight you. And there's yeah, research and proof.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's proof yeah. for that.
0: I can prove that this patient has <laughs> bone loss, gum disease, so forth. And you're telling me yeah. you have no proof for why we need to go twice a month or twice a year, but I'm going to pay for that.
1: Yeah. This is what I'm yeah. talking
0: about with dentistry. Half of the stuff we do makes no sense, if you really think about it. And then the other stuff is, is hard fact and in, in, in science. But then the people mm-hmm. actually argue the hard fact and don't argue anything else. No one ever yeah. argues about veneers, but they'll argue, well, why do I need this cavity filled? Why do I need to get a root canal?
1: Or why do I need a crown?
0: Or why do I need a crown? Or, need a crown? People will argue yeah. that, but they will never yeah. argue why we need to get braces or why do we need to get veneers. And even aesthetic is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right and yeah. there's really yeah. nothing to prove that you need this at all you can yeah. have ugly teeth and have occlusion as perfect <laughs> yeah. because your body yeah. has just built you that way yeah mm-hmm. right but if you tell somebody they need a root canal and a crown then they want to argue with you even though there's scientific evidence that show you that this is what you need yeah this is what i'm That's talking true. about guys again i'll be devil's advocate but it just makes no sense anymore you know mean, I...
1: <laughs> hey
0: you know, Gary, and remember what uh, was it? Somebody said to us that we this podcast has become a bunch of grumpy old men just complaining. About it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But Someone said that to me last week. Right. But it's true, though, man. It's true. It is what it is. You know? <laughs> but anyway. Well, I,
1: I got a question. So I don't know if you remember or not, but last uh, podcast, mm-hmm. we ended on... Um, how many days a week should a dentist work?
0: Oh yes, yes. We can bring that yeah. up.
1: Yeah. I and mean, we never got to that quit. Or... Okay.
0: Well let's let's do it because we we don't want to complain too much. You know, what I mean we have other listeners that think we're grumpy. Uh, right. <laughs> I say, I say for longevity, I say four days a week should be maximum. Longevity, four days a week. And the argument is one, it, it basically allows you for one day to decompress or you'll go crazy dealing with everything that goes on in a dental office, dealing with patients, dealing with, I mean, when you're doing a procedure, it's not like you just go, like you just blank out. Most of the time you're running and doing certain things. You have, you, you've made it a habit, right? So maybe you don't think about certain moves and stuff that you make, but you're, you're doing those moves and you're thinking about those moves and you're thinking, how can I do this and how can I do that? And if you're a critical person, you're actually going to analyze your work as you're doing it, if not before. You know what I mean? Sometimes I plan out surgeries right before before I even touch a patient. I'm planning it. I'm mm-hmm. looking at X-rays, trying to figure out okay, hell, what's the best and fastest and, and most effective way I can get this tooth out or do this implant or so forth or do this right. procedure. So there's always like a, a, a mental gymnastics going on, Yeah. All right? You mm-hmm. need one day to just decompress, and that's why I say you should never work more than uh, four days. Um, yeah, more than four days.
1: I mean that's that's solid. Um, I, I personally think that three days is is the best
0: (laughs) well i say i say no days is best but (laughs) (laughs) But yeah
1: yeah, three to four days is is ideal um is ideal but you know depending on but again it also depends on like what your hours are You know, if you're working long days, then, you know, it depends on if you're an owner dentist, if you're an associate
2: dentist, do you have other responsibilities at being the owner dentist that you need a day to focus on business stuff and and not patient care? Um, Do you work for a corporation where they take care of all of that stuff for you and you just have to focus on patient care and uh, working on people or uh, I'm, I'm in the three and a half to four day. Right. Yep. category.
0: But mm-hmm. even if you have all these like admin stuff you have to do, Kyle, don't you think that there's one day where you just don't want to do it anything at all? That's every day. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So so for me, I would think that as a owner doctor or whatever, you want to work just, you know, definitely want to work four days. You know yes. what I mean? Three to four days and then just that one day where you really just don't want to do anything at all. Maybe you want to yeah. catch up with uh, outside work, like maybe run errands and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. You know, I find the yeah. day
0: that I'm off the, the, the most stressful because I'm running all over the place. That's when I actually yeah. have to like run around and do stuff, and then the day goes by really fast.
1: Well, yeah. it's funny you said that. You said the most stressful. I usually find it to be the most productive day of my week. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I can I, see that. Because
1: I'm getting all that stuff done.
0: True. You True.
2: Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I worked a long time as uh, five days a week mm-hmm. when I was working for other people. And when it came time to buy in the business and becoming an owner, I, I worked, continued to work clinical care five days a week. And I got burnout out fast mm-hmm. and cutting that, that Friday out and just working Monday through Thursday, I became more productive. I produced more. I I wasn't sitting around quite as much because I had to, I, I was more energetic. Um, more focused those four days I was there and could stuff more stuff in my schedule versus five days a week where uh, there was more opportunity for patients to cancel, more time that I had to fill in the schedule. So shrinking it down to that four days a week turned out to be uh, much more productive.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about that. You know, my argument has always been. I don't need more days. I need more productive days, right? Because like you said, Kyle, and I think you brought this up, which is perfect. If I give people opportunities, right? If I give you in a week, I give you three chances to come to my office. Mm -hmm. You have an appointment on Monday. I'm open Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll say. You have an appointment on Monday and you can't make it. What are -hmm. you going to say? Oh, well, I still have Wednesday and Friday. Right. Right. So then you schedule for Wednesday. Oh, well, I still can't make it. I still yeah. have an opportunity on Friday. Now imagine right. if I said to you, you only have Friday. Mm-hmm. The chances of you making that appointment are a lot higher. So right. the no-show rate or the cancellation rate will go down because usually you're like, no, I need this done. I have one shot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're going to move around and do kind of like a, a schedule gymnastics to try to get to that appointment. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that concept. They think, if I give patients all this freedom, they're going to be happier. And they're going to come and they're going to say, man, I really love this office. For me, <clears throat> I look at it as, did you, you're just giving them more chances to basically no-show on you and think it's okay.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I was gonna say the the people that probably think that are probably not the ones that are making a decision, uh, or do, doing that work, <laughs> <laughs> doing that actual dentistry. Right.
0: No, but but you'd be amazed how many arguments I have when people think, "Oh, open up your whole schedule, and patients will be so happy that they'll they'll you know, oh man, you need to go see this dad. And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I get it that you're giving them more options, but it, it's kind of like um." Paralysis by analysis, right? The more mm. chance, the more opportunity you give people, the less they're able to make a decision. The more they just kind of freeze and say, "I don't know, I'll, I'll think about it," or "I don't yeah. know." You know, if you say this is it. like for example, I remember my wife was pregnant. We would go to the OBGYN gyn and they, we were like, "Hey, the only day that really works for us was a Friday." And then mm. you know they, they'll say, "Okay, well, Friday you have this time," and we're like, "Oh, uh, well, do you have anything later?" They're like, "No."
1: But yeah. um, we yeah. really
0: like this doctor. Da-da. Yeah, we still don't have that time. So we had to change yeah. our schedule <laughs> to fit into their schedule. Yeah. But dentists yeah. are so afraid to give that no that they just go out of their way. Oh, I'll open on Sunday if you want me to. I'll, I'll open on a Saturday. And you may not even be productive at all on a Saturday because I've done that. You know, I've yeah. been in the office <laughs> on a Saturday, and it's a nice day out. And you'll see cancellation after cancellation after no show after been no there. show. Yeah.
1: You Same. know? same
0: and so it's like what's the point of giving so much opportunity and people might call and email us and tell us i'm completely wrong and i need to shut the hell up for life but i'm telling you this is my experience the more opportunity you give people the less the the more chances they have to basically disappoint you Mm -hmm. and it's not personal by the way i'm not trying to be personal with that you know (laughs) I mean, <laughs> no one, the, No one's disappointed me. Maybe, maybe Dr. Dennis a little bit, but no one else. A, oh God! <laughs> all right. well, it's look. all love. It's all, right. all love. Look, it's,
1: the way as far as scheduling, the way I see it, yeah. um, I notice, like, especially in a in a DSO setting, mm-hmm. they definitely um, want to cater to making it easy for the patient. Mm-hmm. But the way I see it is, I'm the one that's doing all the work. Mm-hmm. So the person that it needs to be made easy for is me, mm. because I'm the one doing the work. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're the just... one with the responsibility. <laughs> they're they're just sitting there, <laughs> exactly. So okay. I tell them, hey, like, you know, I'm I, I I like to start early. I say fill the schedule from the top down. Right, right. If there's if there's a seven o'clock full, guess what? Next time uh, the patient gets offered eight o'clock eight o'clock school guess what they get? now they get the nine o'clock
0: oh so you don't you don't want them to schedule seven o'clock and then 3 p.m definitely not <laughs> and that's what i always hear it's like what works best for you mr smith and i'm like what oh, yeah.
1: i'm like no 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 <laughs> i'm like give them two times that's it yeah. we have a eight or a nine that's it which one would you like yeah yeah you know
2: no if you need any kind of surgery scheduled at the hospital you you don't Go to them and say, "This is what my schedule looks like." They say, "No, we do this procedure at this time on this day." Yep, that's it. If you want this procedure done, you have this time and this day. Make it work. And (laughs) And, people are getting up at 5 a.m. to go sit in the hospital (laughs) for two hours because that's what they're told to do, and they're fine with it. And they do it. And they do it. We are
0: afraid to tell people, "Hey, come in at this time." Or go somewhere else. And if they really value your work, they're not going to go anywhere else. A lot of dentists believe that if you don't give them this time, they're just going to go right next door. They'll go right next door
1: yeah <laughs> i was gonna say some
2: people definitely they they, they, they go next door because that <laughs> office will cater to them. okay
1: congratulations
0: they like to me to me i don't i don't get it like those are the to me those are not loyal patients and i know that insurance and kyle will get into this insurance has made it where loyalty doesn't exist as, as much anymore it doesn't it you doesn't. know what i mean mm-hmm. but people do try their best to be as loyal as they can because people don't like change. I've noticed that people don't like change. They don't want to change their dentist, you know? So if you don't give them a reason to change their dentist, most of the time they don't, but people are so afraid to say no to people that they will go out of their way just to kind of cater to somebody that was going to leave you anyway. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's like, you know, it's like a relation, it's like a bad relationship. You keep buying her flowers and you see her with another dude. Like, let it go. Stop <laughs> so buying her flowers. <laughs> She's cut you, gone. Cut your loss. Cut your, <laughs> cut your loss and save your money. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you, that, guy, that guy is using your flowers <laughs> and getting lucky off of that. You know what I mean? Let it go. That's true. That but yeah, true. I mean, I guess we've gotten on topic again, but I say four days. <laughs> 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 I say four days of work. That's it.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Okay. So, I mean, we've gotten to an end again. I, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what we talked about. I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be real. <laughs> I really... me, it,
1: was just, it was just three old guys complaining.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to change the name of the podcast to three grumpy old men. Three grumpy old men. <laughs> Stay tuned. Next time we'll talk about <laughs> young whippersnappers and how they piss us off. <laughs> that is honestly like now I'm, I'm really listening to the podcast. It, it, it it's bad, man. We complain a lot, guys. <laughs> we yeah, really yeah. do. We really complain it's a good. lot.
2: That's, oh. that's because we don't have to worry about people uh, sitting there listening to us. We can just uh, bounce <laughs> ideas off right? yeah. our, our,
1: our two listeners. Are, are we, doing we it. just the same. Yeah, yeah. They keep, they keep oh, coming I'm back. Ha- I got one story for you, I got mm, one please, story for you. please, all right, so I go to this office, and again you know i, I start early, right mm-hmm. go into the office uh office managers there, thank goodness, uh oh
0: yeah this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. right uh my my uh, assistant's with me, and um there it's real early, so there there's a a cleaning crew there, right. So they're like mopping all the floors, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, right. So then I notice that um, my assistant and I are in the lab, and I I notice they walk by and they don't have masks on, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> 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 right. Did you right. say something so, to them? Oh, oh, oh! I, yeah, wait for it. Oh, wait. please. <laughs> all right. So then. They in the lab in this office is in the center of the office, right? So there's operatories down the down the sides, Mm -hmm. right? The labs in the middle, right? So then, but they're they're walking toward the front. So I think they're oh they're done they're leaving whatever they just took their mask off whatever. Then they come back around down the other side toward the back toward the doctor's office. Right
0: where I have to go <laughs> and review my charts. You know, what? Oh, uh, you I know what off. I'm thinking. I, I I bet you Gary's just seeing like the air coming out of their mouth <laughs> and it's like fuming right now. <laughs> it's like green.
1: It's like <laughs> it's that, Gary can actually see the particles. I can see it. I can see it. it's like green air, like floating clouds of clouds of green in the air. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god in there and i'm like hey put on a mask right (laughs) these poor guys trying to clean like because i was pissed because they're like going like right where i have to go so they're like breathing up all the room there's no windows there's no windows (laughs) so there's no air circulation or anything so i'm like put on a mask (laughs) and then and this is like it's like six operatories, six, yeah, six or, yeah, six operatories deep on each side. So I'm in the middle, like running on the third one. I'm like, put on a mask. And then <laughs> and then everybody in the front, like, puts their head around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going
0: on? And I was like, it's COVID. <laughs> he, he's gone nuts guys Jesus. Yeah.
2: gary has lost uh, you, it you are in the right specialty you there's are... no no other dentist that can work on one tooth with a rubber dam and that's all they do to limit their exposure to the mouth the rest of us man... are drilling in people's open mouths every day this and this man, isn't yo, a big deal to us this man has
0: lost it he he he's just yelling at random people now. <laughs> like he, Gary reminds me of that old man that sits on the porch and just yells at the kids, the neighbors' kids. Slow <laughs> down. <Stop. laughs> there are kids Keep around out here. Down. Right. <laughs> this is this is who you become, bro. So oh no,
1: but look, it's two of them, right? So then the, the guy's like, "My mask is in the car," and I was like, well, "What good is it doing it for you?" I was like, "That's the one
0: place you don't need the mask." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus!
1: I was so I was so mad. I yeah? was so pissed off. Oh
0: out. my god! I can literally see you just getting rowdy for no reason. Were you seeing a patient at the same time?
1: No, no. This is bef- this is before any patients
0: got. Oh, back. so you were just yelling at them before anybody even stepped into the office. What?
1: But like the the staff was there.
0: Okay. Like the staff and, was
1: trickling in, and they
0: were wearing masks though. Of course, but you're you're thinking about the, the the aerosols that they're creating as they walk around.
1: I'm thinking about they're back there laughing, having a good old time, mopping the floor, coughing all over my computer. And so, sh- this <laughs> and, oh, so there's evidence of them coughing all over your computer,
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so what did you do after they left? I want to know what you did after they left. Did you fumigate Uh-oh. the whole entire office?
1: Uh No, I like, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't have anything to, like, spray in the air or anything. Okay. But, like, yeah, I wiped down the whole, yeah, So everything. you went to every operatory. I, I, yeah. I thought, sure, you'd have one of those hypochlorous
2: acid foggers that you... Right, yeah. Sure one that right. You yeah, and the one that they, right, they spray did, the I air,
0: airplanes. I could see Gary <laughs> yeah, one of yeah. those. I, yeah, I would, but I, would, you, I would. But I could see you, like, <laughs> spraying people. I, I looked at people. getting one. I could see what, you doing do?
1: that. Yeah, but then I was like, I just didn't know, like... Like, after you spray that, like, how long are you supposed to stay out of the room? Like, there's no guidelines
0: at all. Cause I'm like, you,
1: like, if it's killing everything in the room and you're breathing it, isn't that a problem?
0: Well, Gary, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think you would think, you you would even think about that. You're like, it's killing everything, AKA, I'm happy. I know know mean, forget your breathing. <laughs> <I> forget, <laughs> and it might kill you. And you have a rest, you have like a, <laughs> <laughs> a ventilator on. <laughs> Like I mean, you literally yeah, have yeah, a respirator I mean, okay, on. You'll be but, fine. <laughs> but,
1: like, what about poor Kyle over here? He's just in like a level one. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have two. We have two different people. We have Gary,
0: who literally wears a hazmat suit, and then we have Kyle. Who believes that everybody should just be <laughs> infecting themselves to get <laughs> to, to get this over with? So <laughs> we have two so different spectrums ish. here, you know, and, and hence the reason why we are literally three grumpy men. And I just, I, I just try to play the devil's advocate, and, and I'm a, <laughs> I try to explain in every any and everything, and I get angry at people easily. So yeah, <laughs> and and apparently, and apparently, I have people that now definitely know who uh, Thursday is. By the way. Everybody knows. Oh. They're like, "Oh, I knew oh. Thursday." I was like, "God damn it!" We, we thought we were being clever by saying Thursday. Everybody, hey, Doctor Rock, I knew. I, I know Thursday. I was like, oh, "Bro!" Everybody has come up to me talking about, "Oh, I know Thursday." I was like, "Oh, really? Oh, you weren't be you weren't being slick when you said Thursday. I know Thursday." I was like, "All right." I mean, patients are telling. I mean, remember the the, the 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 patient that was on there for the what's it called? The credit card, right? I mean, Adrian knew Thursday. I was like, yeah. "Come on." <laughs> so yeah, it didn't work guys. That's so amazing. next time we got do better. We yeah. gotta do better. Yeah, I gotta man. give other people different nicknames besides, you know, Daisy. Days, <laughs> days mean, yeah, mean. I thought
1: that was—I thought that was genius. I did too. That's why I kept saying it.
0: Yeah, that was stupid, yep. Gary. That was dumb. You didn't help me at all. <laughs> you didn't help me I at guess all. Just I, I was wrong. <laughs> I was. You said it, and I was like, "What? That's brilliant." I'm gonna use it, and I kept saying "fucking Thursday" the whole time. No one said anything to me, and then I get to work, the- and they're like, "Oh, I know Thursday." I was like, "Oh, come I mean, on. that's her name now." <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. Well, hey, it was fun. We are done or or we'll yes. never stop. Uh <laughs> let's come back. Let's find a topic for next time. What 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 can we talk about next time?
1: Mm.
0: I, I I don't know. It sounds like we're I just going to complain some more. All right. So yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll just we'll just complain some more next time, right? I mean, the holidays are coming around, so maybe we can talk about whether or not we were able to uh, um get oh. Oh, oh, actually, real quick, guys. Stafford. Would you guys do staff uh, um, parties like we've done in the past? I know I know a doctor that did. You know, but they did an outdoor like uh, event. So the question is, would you do a staff party like you've done in the past? Because I've done Uh, staff parties.
2: I'm in the middle of that right now.
0: Uh, Mm. Last last. Don't ruin it, Kyle. This is for our next that's podcast. For next time. It's for next time. God okay. damn it, yeah, yeah, Kyle! Okay, i right. <laughs> you, know you know. we don't have. any other ideas. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, don't yeah, ruin yeah, it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk staff party, staff bonuses,
1: uh, things oh, yeah. like that. Yes. All yeah. right. Cool. And so next and, people- and um and uh gift baskets
0: yes yeah yes. yes. gift, gift you're right, give like gift, gift yeah. ideas yeah. for it, okay, yeah. cool, next time we'll be like uh, let's talk about what we're gonna do for uh, it'll, be, it'll be our holiday special, Ooh, yes, that's good. yeah, there'll be go. a holiday special, uh, Kyle said he's gonna sing for us <laughs> 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 he's gonna <laughs> sing little drummer boy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he'll sing he'll sing Christmas, um, Hanukkah, hum, hum, hum. yeah, he'll sing Christmas <laughs> songs, hanukkah <laughs> <laughs> songs. If there are Kwanzaa songs, we'll sing that too. We are very diverse in this, okay? We can't wait. All right, guys, we'll talk. All right, right, later. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R E A L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that our professional opinions, the final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.